0: Good morning everybody. It is October 23rd. I hope you're having a beautiful day because we are here in Winter Park. i got a room full of happy excited people. They're about two coffees deep into their morning so they're you, you can see the excitement. You can see it. Yeah you can yeah. even hear it a little bit. My
1: corksicle is three quarters <laughs> drained and it's about it's a venti plus I'd say size wise right? I don't go to thermos, Oh, uh, a,
2: a Trenta is what it is called. A the Trenta is the size bigger than a Venti. Oh, God.
0: But they only <laughs> give it to you in cold. You can't buy a hot Trenta. You guys,
1: can I give you a hot... Yeah, that hot, might be true. How to recognize a cult. They have
2: inside language that only applies to (laughs) them. And then the other thing is, okay, I hate to like say this because it's been said a million times. What is their sizing names? I just want to know who who sat there and was like. Because Seattle was founded
1: by Italians, apparently.
2: (laughs) I don't know. Because it's tall, grande, venti, and then Trenta. I don't. That's what I'm saying. If you invent and create
1: your own language to describe the ordinary objects, like cup size, Mm -hmm. we're talking about glasses, not ladies, Um, (laughs) then that's, okay, whatever, sorry. I'm gonna hijack it in cult (laughs) talk, but I'm just super sensitive cults. Oh, we got an expert, we wanna know. Inside language. Yeah. Inside
2: language is a huge red flag. I go to Starbucks a lot. It's only out of convenience. It's, see, I'm going to take you to task there.
1: It's not more convenient. No, it's, it's actually really way less convenient. <laughs> it really
2: is. And I should just start making cold brew at home. I could do it. Just sometimes I don't. And then I feel bad and about it. this morning. Even this more is so. From home. Oh my this gosh. This is from home. Okay. I'm proud of you. I, but like. Also, I use a reusable cup. Nobody right, come for me. Right. With a reusable straw. Right. But like cold brew even more so. Cold brew is really convenient. It's, it. I could make it overnight. I exactly. literally could make it overnight and have a cup every single morning. But sometimes I'm just lazy. <laughs> but. Oh,
1: sorry. I'm sorry. I'm okay. okay. And all this <laughs> yeah. out. It's, it's so much harder to go there. It's so much harder. It kind of is. Yeah. I probably should stop. <laughs> sorry. Well, well, that
0: concludes our <laughs> intervention. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean to each their own I'm not gonna shame you no
2: shame ju- me I'm do just, it
1: <laughs> I'm just um argumentative and, and like you can go to Starbucks but you just I just need you to I need you to claim what's true about it which is I'm lazy it
2: is I will admit that right, I'm right. just lazy no, I don't want to make it. a cup of coffee yeah no
1: right you're like yeah. I just don't want to do it I would rather scroll my phone and wait in line do you mm-hmm. order on the app? I think we talked about this, didn't we? You order on the
2: app and go mm-hmm. pick it up? No, I don't order on the app. I really should get on top of that because it'd be a lot more convenient. Right. But the problem is, is when you use a reusable cup, I'm so sorry, you get a te- you get 10 cent discount. Mm-hmm. And then when you go in, though, um, they'll just already have made it in a plastic cup. Ah. Even if you say you're using a reusable right. cup, they'll still give you the discount. Right. But now there's another cup you've just Y- right. wasted and like my thing is like well maybe if we all start using reusable cups there won't be any reason for them to make plastic cups anymore right. and then we're gonna fix the problem guys but I'm just one person so <laughs>
1: I understand yeah. you're doing great thank That's you you you're doing great um <laughs> <Thanks, Megan>. uh, <laughs> Welcome to the We Are MCBS Starbucks (laughs) edition. Uh, (laughs) It's more just coffee edition. What's everyone's favorite
0: Starbucks drink? A Trenta Frenta (laughs) Floppelchito. I will say this is very reminiscent of the conversations we had with Ben not two or three months ago. Macaroni? Yeah, Ben Macaroni. uh, EP of the show right before Kayla. Mm -hmm. uh he was he was on board with anything dunkin donuts related Uh, apparently that was his coffee and i think that's another thing that is something we could point out as media communicators if you want an audience to to fight over something (laughs) then just give them an opponent yeah burger king and mcdonald's coke and pepsi starbucks and dunkin donuts Mm -hmm. republicans and democrats you just create a two-party argument and people will fight for their side, even though yep. you're fighting for a product you have no vested interest in.
1: And Eileen and I were fighting over something we agree upon, <laughs> <laughs> which is the marvel and wondrousness of giant size coffee. Our, our coffees mm-hmm. are actually almost the same size. Mm-hmm. Large. Trentillion. <laughs> <Trentilden>. <laughs> if we're just going to make up our own inside <laughs> yeah, language. Let's do it. Right? <laughs> Try to segue that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just so glad there's an editor. <laughs> if this live stream, there's so much stress to say something right away. But here, I can just say, "Ah, screw it." I know Kayla's got to cut this out.
1: Kayla's gonna fix it,
0: unless she finds an editor.
1: checks on you. It's all in. Oh, it's all in. I told you this is Starbucks edition That's of right. the podcast. Now she covered herself as any good editor would. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's comedy gold. So why would you take it out? Exactly. <laughs> Well, I know that a lot of people that like Starbucks also like League of Legends. Uh, ah. Ah. Uh,
1: no,
2: beautiful. The, the better segue would have been a lot of people who like Starbucks like Louis Vuitton. Because we just have money to spend, boys. Right. Well, <laughs>
1: disposable income. Everybody who shops at Starbucks has disposable income. And you know what you can use that for? Handbags and fashion. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Only if they're digital. Tell me, tell me about these... Uh, This Louis Vuitton League of Legends crossover I've heard just a little bit about.
2: Yes, so Louis Vuitton is currently working to make virtual items that will be put into the League of Legends game, which people can buy with real money, guys. Mm -hmm. Even though it's fake designer clothes, you're spending real money. Um, what do they call them in the game? Skins. um, Yes. Okay. Yes. I got a nod from off off mic. Yes. Uh, um, and they are also going to create a League of Legends inspired fashion line so if if you don't want to just buy the virtual version of these clothes it might actually they might be completely different Mm. but if you want to get a League of Legends skin to wear in real life um, Louis Vuitton will be selling them at some point i they don't give me
1: a date is there anything in there about the demographic or the regions in which they think this is going to be the most popular because i have a guess
2: no they're basically what they are saying is they well this has happened in other games so like Mm -hmm. on sims you can buy there were clothes that were made by i'm gonna mispronounce this brand name i'm so sorry moschino machino Thank you. I think. I think you guys. I, don't I have know. no That's idea. What I'm I, just, I said with. that like such an authority. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> um, but they like you could you could buy those and wear them in the Sims. So like they've seen that this does work before. Um, they're just trying to reach a new demographic. They didn't really exactly say mm. what they were looking for. Um, Money. Yeah. I mean, I yes. have I have a guess that is based in absolutely zero
1: facts. Okay. I feel like the only people who would buy these skins are from New York or Asia. I know that it's like
2: in in like, in like the sense of like, those are the places where where people like like, live and
1: die by Louis Vuitton. Yes.
2: Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, like, if I had money to spend on Louis Vuitton, I'm not about to go spend it on something that relates to League of Legends. Right, Atari. right. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm, yeah. I'm trying
1: to combine like the Louis Vuitton love yeah. and gaming obsession. And those two things combine really hardcore, I believe, in New York and yeah. Asia. Yeah. But I have no basis in fact for that.
2: I mean, I was in, I was in just my gut Tokyo in July. Mm hmm. And I would strongly agree, agree. that like <laughs> right? if I saw someone walking down the street in a League of Legends, Louis Vuitton, no, a Louis Vuitton League of Legends inspired outfit, it would be like, to you, right? yeah, that makes you sense. You would have been like, oh, that tracks. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. exactly. Yeah. No, I get it. I just, it's a very interesting concept to me, but also they, on top of all of that, um, the 2019 finals are going to be held in Paris in November Mm -hmm. um, for the League of Legends Mm esports thing. And Louis Vuitton has also made a custom trophy case for the trophy. So if you win this trophy, guys, you also, I don't know. What does I case don't know. Like, like? I've, it, I imagine something a, it clear a,
1: plexiglass no, with etched no, LVs on it.
2: It's completely, you can't see the trophy if you put it in there. You can only see the Louis Vuitton brand. Obviously. So it's like their, like, their bags that, I like, brown, be. it's like a, it looks like it's either, like, a hexagon or an octagon uh-huh. s- shape. And then you just put this like very like stone white with like gold detailing. Mm -hmm. Oh, you put this stone white with gold detailing trophy into this Louis Vuitton case. That is not (laughs) see-through. It is that dark brown with like those Mm -hmm. gold. um, So it looks like a handbag. Yes. No, no, not really. It kind of looks more like a suitcase is how I would describe it. More of a suitcase. Mm -hmm. And I don't know (laughs) if I won a trophy I don't think I'd put that trophy in a Louis Vuitton case, right? Guys. Like you're
1: not you're not gonna see the Stanley Cup guys carrying it around in a hockey bag.
2: I mean, yeah, they're gonna carry, that that carry around the Stanley, Stanley Cup sweet. exactly. Not a Nike hockey bag. But I mean, hey, I technically I guess you win a free Louis. There's Vuitton an idea, case. Nike. Don't put a trophy in it; just use it as a bag, right?
0: I think Louis Vuitton, or as we say, Louis Vuitton. is uh, capitalizing on something that a lot of high-end brands are capitalizing on, and that is the fact that eSports is big piles of cash, Mm -hmm. big giant piles of cash. Anybody whose name you know from that sport, anybody whose name you know from Twitch, they have so much money, Mm -hmm. they're not sure even where to invest it for their future anymore. So now they have to spend it on Lamborghinis, Louis Vitton, and anything else that costs more than it should cost because that's what they're doing. That's just the lifestyle that they're showing off.
2: Well, the other thing that these brands are saying why they're going into Mm -hmm. these like, hey, we're going to start basically doing product placement Mm -hmm. and video games and like even more in TV and movies and stuff is because ad blocking is so popular. Mm -hmm. Now that they're like, ha, you can't ad block us if we're in your game that you're playing. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's like very smart to go about it this yeah. way. I don't know. I, I would love to see what these price points are yeah. in League of Legends. I would love to know how much it would cost me to buy a Louis Vuitton skin in League of Legends. Because if I was good, like if I played and I was good at it, I'd do it just to we kind have of some flex. Off mic info, yeah. Yes. Yeah,
1: come on. All
3: right, hi uh, Cam. So I I have played League since like a year it came out. Normal skins cost about they they have a they have a, a currency in game is called Riot Points, and normally skins that are super expensive cost about eighteen hundred, which in real dollars is about twelve to thirteen dollars, mm-hmm. and then they have ultimate skins that cost about three thousand, and those would cost about twenty dollars. Three thousand, what? Riot points. Oh, okay. Which would equal about twenty twenty five dollars each skin. Mm-hmm. So if they make ultimate skins for Louis Vuitton, which I would assume it would be in the higher price range, they would be about twenty twenty five dollars each. Okay, see, so that's oh, not I'm, bad. I buy guessing it. That's the. I,
1: mean, I, I think Louis Vuitton is going to be a tier above that. I think it's oh, going to really? be like fifty thousand. Skin points oh or whatever man. those things are called. Yeah, it's skin flex. You're not gonna see. You're not gonna see everybody
0: running around with the Louis Vuitton. Yeah,
1: on. I think it's gonna be more exclusive than that. Not to make you are the one with the experience. We're just all telling you you're wrong. Um, <laughs> Eileen, will you promise to follow up because yes. I want to know two things. I want to know what they go for when we find out, and okay. then I want to know the follow up on the demographics like who's buying them where are they buying them how many people are buying them mm-hmm. and well if
2: this helps we're going to get aggressive about it I'm going to call the PR for Louis yes. Vuitton I'm going to demand answer. <laughs> I'm going to demand answer when if this helps with what we could see for pricing the Moschino I think is what we decided to <laughs> yes. pronounce it yes, as go with it in the Sims it costs you $85 for a phone case in the game, not a real phone, a case. phone case. Ladies so, and gentlemen. Yeah, I think I think we're low on our estimates for the Lewis Fitton. Yeah. So
0: And I believe that other name was pronounced Macchiato.
2: Oh wait, I may have lied. <laughs> what? Okay, I lied. It got I'm now confused. Eighty five for a phone case. Mm-hmm. And then you spent twelve hundred, almost thirteen hundred dollars on a pixelated backpack.
0: <laughs> is that the? Is that a? Is, is Sim in a this in This is in the A
2: virtual backpack. Well, how many Oh, real but these is virtual there? items only—the set of them is only ten dollars. So maybe it will be on the lower end. Maybe but I no. don't know how Moschino compares around, to Louis Vuitton. <laughs> if I'm on Google, and I need to translate
1: a dollar into. League of Legends. Oh yeah, currency. Yeah. Is, that, Is that part of the drop-down menu? Th- there's a currency. Like I can go dollar to like British pound. Can I also go dollar?
0: Yep, you can go British pound to uh, uh, riot buck. You can go riot buck <laughs> to. Uh, That's amazing. amazing. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a there are to Bitcoin. <laughs> there's so many so many currencies. I love that. In game, cool. out of game, fake game, real game. Uh, Eileen, thank you very much. I I have played League of Legends. I have purchased skins. And now I have some curiosity about what exactly is in store for the future. Me too. Yeah.
2: I'll be back. Okay.
0: (laughs) And I hope you do that homework that Megan gave you.
2: I want to know.
1: I want to know how much they cost. I want to know who's buying them. (laughs) I'm happy to be proven wrong.
0: Well, it's a very game day, game related. almost said gamey, but that's not a good thing. Uh, it's a very game-related day. Uh, we've got we've got Cam back with us. They know what the
1: host likes. The <laughs> host boss. They know how to feed their host <laughs> boss audience. Uh,
0: um, Cam, our League of Legends in-house uh, expert, and also uh, Dungeons and Dragons aficionado. Yeah, yeah. What, what kind of story did you bring for us today?
3: Um, so one of the one of the stories that I've actually been really interested in, and they made like a, uh, it did not necessarily a documentary, but it was like a thirty-minute long. Um, Thing. We call that a short doc. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and we, uh, it, it was really interesting because they made like a little short doc about uh, like how sales have gone up mm-hmm. really fast uh, ever since uh, fifth edition came out. And they, they you know, D and D has been out since like 1990 or something like that. Like it's been out for a, a long time. Or 74. Seventy-four. I was going <laughs> There say was something Jason, in here about 1990. That? No, has we were alive. Somebody, somebody yeah, bought. it's
0: been uh, it's been owned by yeah Hasbro's correct that's that yeah wizards of the coast sold it or i'm um, no T W C sold it or so the original yeah.
1: manufacturer sold it. sold it off to hasbro giant yeah. there you go toy company
3: that um but ever ever since then it's been kind of like this weird thing that people are kind of like like back in the day with the big red box it was like a devil worship thing and now it's like super you haven't made unpopular. it in america <laughs> until the
1: religious evangelists have called whatever it is you made the devil's work yeah right exactly. all the good things get labeled devil's work first
3: and now we're here so <laughs> um but yeah no it, ever since they made fifth, uh, fifth edition which they made a lot more ex- accessible to everybody um they they've given a lot of free stuff online as well um and made things a lot easier to um understand and get into and ever since they did that Their sales have gone up in, uh, from uh, May of 2017 to October of 2018, their sales went up by 53% on both Mm -hmm. book and online. Mm -hmm. And then from there went up another like 74%.
1: How does that relate to the releases of Stranger Things episodes and series is this? Uh,
3: Very well, (laughs) it relates to it very well because a lot of it had, it it become like, it it almost like normalized it again. Mm. And it's kind of made it more popular and more well known to a lot of people. And again, it's made it a lot more accessible and seeing like younger kids play it um, kind of is this like subconsciously saying like, hey, like younger people can play. It's not as complicated as a lot of people think it is.
1: And it's always really interesting when, um, when a generation that started with something watches it come back and then can engage with their kids doing that so like there's a whole generation of parents that grew up on D and have kids that they're now introducing it to and it's it can sometimes be hard to find things to do with your kids that you both like and when you engage in something that doesn't require you know like a skateboard for instance like nobody's yeah. gonna get hurt really except yeah. for feelings maybe playing D.
3: yeah but yeah no and i mean those are the people that are making shows like stranger things yeah. now is Yeah, that, and that's the reason why it's coming back up yeah and a lot of people even on uh, on a very popular um Uh, D&D podcast, Critical Role, one of the players has a campaign with his kids Mm -hmm. and his kids are like, you know, 9, 10, 11, 12 years old and they have like a full on campaign with D&D and he uses it as like a strategy of like trying to teach them problem solving and teamwork Mm -hmm. and, you know, like how to talk to people and how to, you know, be creative and have fun in in an environment that's like super safe for them to try out whatever. Yeah. um, Which I thought was really, really interesting. Uh, But yeah, no, Stranger Things has done a lot for D&D and, you know, Wizards of the Coast have done a lot to make it more accessible and easier to learn and pick up and all that kind of stuff. It's really great. And even people like uh, uh, um, Maganello, what was his name? Is it John Maganello? I'm I'm thinking it's John Maganello. He plays a lot. And him and, like, all these other famous people, like, go to his house to play D&D. And he's doing a lot. And, like, it's really, as a person who's played since, like, grade school <laughs> it's it's really nice to see these really like famous people that a lot of people look up to and see them playing these kinds mm-hmm. of things and like being proud of it yeah and like he has his own uh clothing line for D. it's called death saves and he makes his own like D oh, merch yeah. and it's so cool it's it's really great to see those kinds of people play that and talk up talk about it so highly um along with everything else that's going on for it, um, which explains a lot about their sales and like their marketing and how like why it's doing so well, yeah, like so insanely well. I mean, like i you know, like most companies are lucky to get like three to four or five percent and they get fifty three and seventy three. Like that's insane. Mm -hmm. Insane. That's
1: incredible. Mm -hmm. I was walking. I was in Winter Park where we are now, but in a little shopping area in the Winter Park Village know it where the yes. pf Changs is oh okay. yeah yeah. sorry for the people who aren't local who are listening to it millions <laughs> of you um but i was walking down the side street and there was there's like a, a one of those games a store like a an actual physical store for one of these games it wasn't um D, and it wasn't where War- i don't know what it was you guys because i was just probably like, magic the gathering uh, maybe car, card shops are all yeah. blowing up around here but it was just for this sorry Kayla. <laughs> it was just for that particular game and it was a friday night at like 8 p.m and the store yeah, was full nice. and i was like oh oh this yeah. is this is real
0: you probably saw my son elbowing his way i in didn't <laughs> i would have gone in and
1: been like what the hell is going on <laughs> yeah Brief.
0: magic gathering they have this thing called uh,
3: uh friday night magic where all game stores that sell magic have tournaments there and mm-hmm. there's like a buy-in and then you win stuff
1: well and you know that that particular store that's a high rent store
0: like, yes Mm
1: -hmm. that was really I was like not that amazed that there was a store dedicated to it where people could gather and play and like get material and support and make friends in real life but I was more (laughs) it was more like holy crap like this is a high price point store this is not some like dingy mini mall off of a side street next to a laundromat
0: yeah there's this entire uh uh, like a ecosystem collapse as our as our economy rebounds and property values go Mm -hmm. up game shops that were really f- uh, I don't know an important part for our community have gone out of business because they can't afford the rising rent costs yeah. and then they move to places that they can't afford and uh, there's just a whole lot of movement going on yeah. right now because of that uh, I'm shocked that there's somebody that's still there I know that we could probably talk Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> Magic, yeah. Warhammer 4K, mm-hmm. 40K, 4000K what, what you said. all the Warhammers we could talk about it forever uh, but you Leroy know what guys it's a Jenkins. <laughs> this concludes everything
1: I know about gaming that was good we're going to Leroy
0: Jenkins good. right the heck out the door <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys have a beautiful October 23rd and thank you so much for spending your morning with us and if you ever ever want to find out more about us please check out our Twitter at we are MCBS or check out our Facebook page at we are MCBS or you could check out our Instagram Instagram uh, what is that? Probably we. are oh, yeah, MCBS. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we are MCBS. Yeah, all right. So, uh, pretty much across the board, that's how you get a hold of us. And if you if you see us there, say hi. And if not, we'll see you at the next episode. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.